but they're a Japanese company, so maybe they don't really know, you know, what happened on September 11th. Welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is level 40, Gamescom and Go. We are all back together. The four horsemen of the game Ocalypse are back. <laughs> I am Shane O'Hare, and with me I have Derek Krantevelt. Greetings. Joshua Jackson. Woo! And Juan Carlos. How do it, boys? How do I, it? I think I had the wrong four horsemen in mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, it's been a while since we've had a four-player Splatfest. Was that a My uh, Little Ponies reference? What? Oh, I, Josh, I think, was a wrestling reference, probably. Yeah, that was a wrestling reference. <laughs> um, Jesus just got pony Spl- on the brain. Unless you were talking about Splatfest, and that could have been a pony reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, clop, clop. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> clop till you uh, drop? Clop till you <laughs> I don't know what uh, clopping is, but that was probably really dirty or something. Well, like, clopping is the onomatopoeia that people have created for... Like masturbating to My Little Pony porn. Oh God, so, you that know, like, exists. You my do that. Pony porn? What? You do that. You do that. No, I don't do that. But it does you exist. Do that. There's, there's porn of Come everything. On. Come on. There's porn of everything. Nobody believes you. <laughs> Nobody believes you, fucking <laughs> pervert. You got like uh, yeah, the fucking VR you know, of My Little you know, Pony porn going on. <laughs> you know, fat. You got your right? Google you know, card. You got your Google cardboard. You know, <laughs> you rocking the Google Cardboard My Little Pony porn Rule Thirty Four. Rule Thirty. I wanted some Rule Thirty Four on uh, Derek Cranavelt. Remember with with Bioshock Infinite, and they wanted them to stop making Elizabeth porn, and they just made more. <laughs> hey, the the screen filmmaker. He's like, he's like hey, like, that stuff was awesome. You should. It was great. No, it was great. The 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 the, the source filmmaker uh, Elizabeth assets are pretty well endowed, so that's good. We are rambling. Um, we have a serious bounty of news from Gamescom conference. I'm really surprised about how much stuff is getting announced there. So what do you say we get into it? Okay, let's go. So first, um, we wanted to touch on our Darth Vader contest since we did a piss poor job of promoting it from the last time we mentioned it. But What's our Darth um, Vader contest? I haven't heard of this. Yeah, neither is anyone else <laughs> based off the amount of entries we got. So, which is why we're relaunching it where our deadline is going to be when we record next week, which will most likely be Thursday. Um, but basically, yeah, we're giving away a Darth Vader Disney Infinity 3.0 figure. Comic-Con exclusive I, one, right? Well, it's uh, early, com- right? When does it actually comic- release? Yeah, not Comic-Con exclusive, but I believe it's not releasing until about November or December. Wow, that's incredible. And you already have it physically. Yeah, we have it in hand, and we're ready to send it out to our contest winner. And there Guys, is not just... th- that's amazing. That's an amazing no. contest. So <laughs> submit your entries, please. Yeah, please, please submit your entries, because we want to give this away to one of our incredible listeners or someone who shared our article either way. As long... <laughs> This is gonna be a good show. D- Derek's Derek's pretty pretty lit lit right now. Not well lit. You're not stoned, but you're just drunk. Drunk on life. Um, and drunk on life is day crazy. off of work today. You know, I went to work uh, to take my fiance's car in, and uh, yeah, we went from there. It was nice. <laughs> cool story, bro. So. <laughs> um. Yes. So see, this um, is why Derek doesn't get days off. Because <laughs> I just end up at work anyways. 
<laughs> we supposed to be here Almost today? bought a new car, but then somebody else bought it before I could. You know, it was great. So, anyway, yes, um, it, full instructions on um, the uh, Geekscape Facebook page, uh, Darth Vader, Disney Infinity Fig. Uh, share the hashtag Geekscape Disney Infinity. You can share it on Twitter. You can share it on Facebook. If you, you can get entered twice. If you share the hashtag with one of our articles on um, Disney Infinity, just go to our page and search any of our Disney Infinity Comic-Con or E3 stuff. Or um, you can get entered twice if you share the hashtag with a picture of your current Disney Infinity collection. So, And if, gives- you couldn't, if you can correctly guess Shane O'Hare's level of mitochlorians, uh, you instantly win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just tweet it at Geekscape Games. Yeah. Um, so since uh, unfortunately none of us know what that is, um, we won't be able to accurately judge. So I'd recommend well, we not test entering him. that way. We got a is test. There a test for my, is there a test for? It's the same as the Scientology test for what do they I, what do they measure? Oh, the Thetan, the Thetan test. I was just yeah, going to say the, that. It's the same thing, basically. I saw I saw people taking Thetan tests outside my job today. Is that like a litmus test? They I don't know. They just make you hold these metal bars and say, "Oh, look, you're stressed because that meter went up. I think you should read this book." The manual to the Thetan machine? No, just Dianetics. Oh, I should read Dianetics. It sounds... Anyway, we're getting way, way off topic. Business as usual. Those are the rules for the um, contest. What do you say we get into Destiny news? Because that's what I've been... Because that's all I play. Well, hey, I've actually played a lot of games this past week. All right? Okay, let's get into it. Uh, So... uh, I would love to play Destiny again, you guys, but it's so time-consuming. There is uh, well, you're gonna have to um, get into it. And um, I cannot possibly drink enough Red Bull to keep going on Destiny. You, you could mix Red Bull and vodka, but that's not gonna earn me my DLC very fast. Well, it'll earn you a liver failure faster. I was gonna say your heart might explode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, besides all the the stuff that we know about what's coming in the Taken King um, uh, expansion, there was. Um, uh, a huge list of tweaks. Um, they're making a lot of balances to the multiplayer, a lot of balances to the game. Uh, one of the developers tweeted a picture um, where there was a, a weapon in the heavy, or a weapon. There was a sword in the heavy weapon slot of this character, and he was. You can coy. get swords now. I'm in. Yeah, he's really coy. He was like, he was like, uh, I'm not going to talk about what's in that heavy weapon slot. Wink, wink. Um, but it's a the plasma big sword, news, Halo style. Um, the big news is Nolan North is now going to be the voice of your ghost. He's now the voice the, of Peter Dinklage. And the really interesting part is there he went back in and re-recorded all of Peter Peter Petery Peter Dinklage's lines, and so you know we're gonna have we're gonna miss. Uh, Dinklage's Dinklebot's amazing del- delivery on such famous or memorable lines as we've that woken the hive the that wizard came from the moon we've woken the hive yeah I, I've um, got a bad feeling about this I've got a bad yeah so what do you guys think I, I mean Dinklage is a good on screen actor uh, has anybody played the um, wa- uh, Walking Dead the Game of Thrones um, Telltale game I have not be mostly I actually started catching up on Game of Thrones. I gave up, actually. I think I was mid-season three because I went to Comic-Con at a time. Mid-season three in Game of Thrones was really, really boring. 
and I and I so I went to Comic Con actually for my first time, and when I came back, I was like, I need to catch up on the on all these shows, and not Game of Thrones because it's so boring. And now I've actually been trying to catch up. I'm like partway through season four now. But the only reason I'm catching up is not because I'm interested in the show, but because I want to play the Telltale game. Uh, so no, I haven't. But, but uh, I, I, I've I've heard that uh, he his lines in the game just aren't good. Like maybe he's just a bad voice actor. I mean, he's a good. He's, awesome. an, he's an incredible actor. And but, I don't. I like like yes, he sounds robotic in uh in destiny but is that not what he's supposed to sound like like i never thought i i I never thought oh this is a poor performance i just thought like oh he's trying to sound like a robot and he totally does but one thing um um an interview with nolan north they said that they wanted they wanted his performance to be as lively as possible and he he, he purposely did not listen to a single bit of dinklage's dialogue so all. did they did they retrospectively look back on Dinklage not on Dinklage and Dinklage's performance and and say okay that's not really what we had in mind for Ghost after all and kind of retcon that or or it, could it have been something like that or could it have been that they just because because I mean if they weren't if they weren't happy with how Dinklage performed it they could have just redone it long before the game came out right like you know like like what what could it be where they're because because i feel like they definitely didn't say that to dinklage based on dinklage is is you know it was a, a mono like monotone performance for sure and and had they realized that back in the past they could have just been like okay let's do it again but more lively or something like that right like does that not make sense no it it, it does but like i i honestly um like i don't know i they're publicly coming out and saying that they want there to be a cohesive experience for new players that pick up the game. So Which totally makes sense because had they, you know, if they did not re-record the, you know, they're changing voice actors because Dink, you know, maybe the main reason is Dinklage is too expensive or something like that. Like he's a huge, huge, huge actor. And so, yeah, it would be totally weird if I'm a new player to Destiny and I pick it up when that whatever edition comes out that includes the Taken King and I'm play through the first half of the, you know the 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 main campaign and it's Peter Dinklage's voice and then all of a sudden it changes voices. I'm confused. Is this a different ghost? Like what's going on? Right? Like so so definitely in terms of being more cohesive and a more um, connected experience because. And again, I haven't played Destiny since. I played Destiny very, very, very heavily from about September to October of last <laughs> year, and uh, I so I haven't played any expansions. But Ghost isn't even in them, is he? Uh, no, uh, there is zero lines of dialogue. Uh, so that's super weird too, right? Like that must be a weird, jarring experience to like, oh, I'm gonna start playing all these story missions, except this dude that's been with me for the whole game is now not here. Yeah. So. Hmm. I, oh, well, Juan and Josh, you've been uh, quiet on this. What do you, what do you, what do you think about retconning Dinklebot? I mean, they're not really retconning the character; they're just retconning the actor, and they're not <laughs> trying to say. I, I mean, the community kind of thought, you know, was in agreement, saying that his his performance was subpar. What do you guys? But think? I mean, that they totally went with that performance too. Like they made, they literally made T-shirts that said that wizard came from the moon. Uh, because of how that line, you know, that line would not have been as like, you know, like people, it's like a meme, like people talk about that line, like people say that line still like this many months later, and had it been a different, more lively performance, that line would have just faded into obscurity. But because of the way he performed it, that, you know, Destiny sold officially licensed t-shirts that said that. So could it have like at that thinking of that, 
was it an issue with his performance or did they just change the way they wanted Ghost to feel, you know, 10 months down the road or whatever? I don't know, but but uh, Juan, Josh, what are your what are your thoughts? Josh, you're you're thinking about picking up the game this week because there's a discount at Target. Um, uh, we, me and Juan, both say hang off until the Taken King like collector's edition comes out because you'll save probably like twenty. And then you get all those new emotes. Yeah. So, but what do you, <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you think about changing an actor? You'll save several dollars on emotes. The <laughs> most important part of the game. How else are people supposed to know how I feel? <laughs> oh, Touche. <laughs> no, is there no is there still no like voice act like voice um like is there still no voice chat like when you're just in the world in the social no there's no social like chat but when so you, you need those emotes really yeah you really like you you can't like it's almost unplayable without them exactly anyway josh what opinion Isn't there like three new dances i don't know how many dances were there to begin with i think there was one but there was, i think there there's three one. more now because like, yeah, there I, was it was dependent on your cl- your class, wasn't it? There was a different dance. Yeah, yeah but each, I, it's like in class... a game. I need to make sure that I have my dance res- dances right. But I mean, that's my priority. So you should probably just wait for the Taken King. Really, Did, didn't didn't you like like meet your fiance through like DDR or something? No, 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 no. That I met another woman through DDR. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, um, <laughs> and so we'll the way Josh plays. Thing. So um, anyway, opinion on <laughs> the <laughs> Nolan North taking just, over Dinklage. I like. I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion either way. I mean, it's just kind of weird to me. It sounds like an. I mean, it's Activision on one hand, so they're just bleeding money. I'm not not bleeding money. I mean, they're just printing money. I meant to say, on everything else, so they have the resources to do it. But it kind of seems like a weird waste of time and money to go back and do it. I mean, I understand the argument about the cohesiveness if you're a new player, but at the same time, that's nothing that a like a two-minute cutscene when the Taken King starts wouldn't fix, where he just says some crappy throwaway line about his voice box changing or getting some kind of upgrade and have it be Nolan North and be the end of it. I mean, it's not maybe it's not the best example, but I mean, like with the tra- the first Transformers movie, like Bumblebee got his voice back at the end of part one, and then part two he has his voice is gone. And they never explain it, and people were just kind of like shrugged their shoulders and then just rolled with it. So I don't really think it would be that big of a deal if the voice is different between each version, but I can see why they did it at the same time. And it's it's interesting to see that like people on the, the subreddit have, and it, it just might be that I'm just observing different like uh, narratives, but on the <clears throat> Destiny subreddit, it seems like everybody is, like, I don't know if they're ironically pissed that like they're, they're retconning um, Dinklebot, uh, but there's also people asking... And I, again, I don't know if this is ironic, but I just saw a post today that like, hey, if someone is a like a founder or a year one member, they should have the ability to use the old. Um, uh, that's a good idea to VO choose clip. to choose because I mean that's shit that's on the disc. Yeah. Right. Like when it's crazy to me to like like I I have to imagine that getting Peter Dinklage to voice this character instead of a voice actor like like someone that only does voice acting. Peter Dinklage must have been so expensive and to less than a year later, like basically all but erase that performance. Like that's a lot of fucking money to, to waste on that. That's, that's, that is a very astute point. Um, hmm. Yeah. And, but and it's no- Activision. So they have all that money. Yeah. And Nolan North is kind of ubiquitous. I mean, he, him and fucking Troy Baker, are like, Oh, they the- voice every single video game ever. Yeah. So he might, he might be voicing one of us right now. 
He's actually <laughs> taken over the role of Juan Carlos. So does that mean Juan Carlos will be on this entire episode? <laughs> Potentially. Potentially. No, because he's got to play the character, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, in in Saints Row Four, they had a voice option that was just Nolan. It was just named Nolan North. That's right. I remember right. that. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I think it's um, it's it, it's interesting. I'm really, really getting super, super excited for um the the expansion. But um, is that just all the Red Bull talking? I haven't had a single drop of this this Red Bull. Like a drop. No, no. N- so none. how are you earning your DLC? I'm not earning my DLC. That's the problem. What? <laughs> what? I know. Like I'm I'm being a really bad uh guardian. Like You're a bad gamer. I am a bad gamer. You need to hey, support hey, hey, these hey, hey, hey. Uh, at least Doritos keep- and Red Bull, you know, marketing campaigns. How else will hey. these companies survive? Well, at least he's at least he plays games though. Hey, I played a game this week. <laughs> well, maybe you can tell us about it later. Uh, why don't you tell us about the the news that you are most hyped about this week, Derek? Well, I am most hyped. I mean, I didn't... Uh, well, you guys know that I'm a big fan of Amiibos. <laughs> or maybe you don't, but if you listen to the show, <laughs> you should know that it's pretty much all that I talk about. And you know, I've I've got a dark pit sitting in front of me. I've got a Palutena sitting in front of me. I really can't stop. Actually, one time, did I tell you about? Did I tell you guys about the time I try? I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna stop collecting amiibos. Like, it's just getting too much. It's getting more stressful than it is fun. And you know, and I don't really have the money for it these days because I'm not making the same money that I used to. You know, I think I should stop. And my fiance was like, "That's because you're a quitter." <laughs> really. <laughs> she i a hundred percent i promise you she was like oh you're just a quitter like that's what you're doing right now and that is literally why i still collect amiibos is because she's like you're just gonna quit you know you something you know something gets a little bit we things between us get a little bit tough you're just gonna quit on us too like you're fucking quitter and i was like all right i'll collect every amiibo ever and that's where i'm at so uh (laughs) (laughs) it's uh you know i wish i could it's kind of like you know. It's like that line, and you know, have you guys seen *Brokeback Mountain*? That Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Heath Ledger movie from a number of years ago. Sometimes I just look at my amiibo collection, and then I'm just like, I wish I knew how to quit you, <laughs> but, uh, you, but you I don't. Was, you know, what was the great thing about *Brokeback Mountain* is it taught me how to like lie without lying, because how Heath Ledger was like, his wife was all like, "Where have you been?" And then he's he like, "I'm not like, gay." Oh, was, he was all like, "I was, I was, I, I was doing manly things." Yeah, he was like, I was catching brown trout. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure you were catching brown trout. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So in any case, I love Amiibos. Nintendo just finally announced their plans for the Wave 6 of Amiibo. Um, They picked a terrible date to release these Amiibo. It's September 11th, uh, (laughs) unfortunately. But they're a Japanese company, so maybe they don't really know know, what happened on September 11th. but yeah. ba- bad bad yeah. choice of date you know push it a week whatever but uh we're getting six new amiibo on september 11th 2015 uh the 14th anniversary of the tragic you know i'm not i'm not trying to make a light of that actually it's awful but anyway six new amiibos coming uh 30th anniversary mario in the classic color i'll take 10 i, I uh, i'm i'm actually surprisingly excited for that one it just looks really fucking and badass. it's huge it's so big it looks awesome 
Uh, I don't know if it's the same in the States, but Toys R Us in Canada has a promotion right now where if you pre-order uh, Super Mario Maker, they'll actually like like reserve you a um, copy, like or not, sorry, not a copy, but a, a 30th anniversary Mario figure. Um, you get one reserved, and, and it's very different in the States at Toys R Us because Toys R Us, Toys R Us in the States takes pre-orders for Amiibo, don't they? Um, not anymore. I don't not know. anymore. Okay, so they never did in Canada. But if you pre-order Super Mario Maker, you'll get like they'll reserve a thirtieth uh, anniversary figure for you. So we get that. that. Doesn't that just speak on the state of Amiibo that the pre-order bonus is that they'll hold one for you? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> the they've pre- literally the pre-order they've bonus is you get your pre-order. So in my country now, <laughs> there are zero retailers that take pre-orders on Amiibo after the nightmare that was the Wave Four launch. Even EB Games, who is like, yeah, you should pre-order everything ever. Like, even EB Games is like, oh, we're never doing pre-orders on Amiibo again because it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> like, so, so, yeah, yeah, I was. It's gonna be scary this next wave because there's no pre-orders. Though Amazon has been doing a really good job. They've been emailing everyone and being like, okay, this Amiibo will be on sale at this time on this day, and they've been really, really consistent with it. So I had no problem attaining a Palutena Amiibo. Um, Dark Pit, I think I got from Best Buy because I was at work during the Amazon launch. But uh, you know, it's very, it's very different from, for instance, Walmart. Who Walmart was like, okay, so Friday, July thirty first uh, at one p.m. Eastern, uh, you know, Dark Pit's gonna go live. Uh, it's now Thursday, August sixth, and Dark Pit still has not gone live on Walmart.ca. <laughs> so uh and they had tweeted multiple times yeah so uh friday you know friday july 31st 1 p.m we'll have uh limited still it literally never went up and it still hasn't um so so that's a little bit confusing and, but well, so, i was sitting of, there hitting fucking command r on my computer for two hours and it never went up that's ridiculous but i mean speaking of the pre-orders though um the rumor's been swirling for about a week but they just confirmed today that in the states, GameStop is going to take start taking pre-orders yes, on, on the, the eighth, retro three right? pack. Oh fuck! Eighth? I was gonna I was gonna talk about that. Yeah, well, go ahead, take the lead. So no, well, I haven't finished talking about Amiibo yet. So so on September eleventh, we've got thirtieth anniversary Mario, Zero Suit Samus, who Shane cannot wait to come all over. Uh, Ganondorf. Well, you you've been talking about Zero Suit Samus since Amiibos like since since Amiibos existed like. <laughs> Since before the first wave launched, you're like, I can't wait to come on that Zero Suit Sam. It's like, that has been your thing. Uh, so so we got 30th Anniversary Mario. We got Zero Suit Samus. We got Ganondorf. We've got fucking Olimar, which I'm so excited for. Really? We've got Bowser Jr. And we've got Dr. Mario. All coming on September, 20, uh, September 11th. Sorry. And then, as Josh and Shane previously mentioned, there is a retro three-pack coming out on September 25th. I think in the States it's exclusive to GameStop. Is that correct? Uh, they haven't yes. confirmed it, I don't think. So, but GameStop has is the only one that's announced it and announced pre-orders for it, right? <clears throat> right. Right. right, so September 25th, there's a three-pack available. These these guys are not going to be sold individual, individually in North America, as far as I'm aware, but it's going to include Wait, Duck what? Hunt. Really? It's gonna, yeah. I have to buy all mm-hmm. three of them to get Game uh, & Watch? Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. they're only in the three-pack. That's some old bullshit. Which is great, because it makes it means they're going to be, like, I only, have to f- I only have to figure out how to buy one thing instead of three separate things, but... We've got Duck Hunt, we've got Rob, and we've got Mr. Game & Watch in a three-pack. They go live at GameStop, and they will all have very limited quantities. I believe it's August 8th. Is that correct? This yeah. Sunday? Yeah. The, Saturday, um, uh, Saturday and by this Sunday, I mean this Saturday. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Sad, uh-huh. Yeah, and then stores are opening an hour early on Saturday so for pre-orders, and I'm going to have to do what I really want, Game & Watch. Yeah, yeah. you, have, yeah, you so, really have no choice. Yeah. But I mean, the rumor going around, though, speaking of store exclusives, is that uh, Dr. Mario and Bowser Jr. might be exclusives. I heard Dr. Bowser might be a, like a, a Rexall exclusive. Dr. Bowser? <laughs> is that what I said? Dr. Mario? <laughs> <laughs> This is the greatest episode ever. Why? Well, I, 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 I feel like I, I'm so lively this episode. Do you guys feel like that? <laughs> hey, uh, Juan Carlos here. Remember me? <laughs> I thought you left already. No, I, I never got to say hello. When hello. you were introducing everybody in the show, you go, hey, Juan Carlos, I was, uh, I was like in the middle of saying hello, and you just go, all right, everybody, so how's everybody doing? Oh, yeah. uh, and, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then uh, I was going to say something about the Taken King about 10 minutes ago, but I... Uh, Shit. Derek okay. pretty much Derek pretty much I'm sorry. Need to be said. But hi, just uh, uh as you were, but just want to say hello to all the listeners. <laughs> Ami- <laughs> amiibos amiibos though, right guys? Amiibos? Amiibos. Um, amiibos. No, but no, but fuck. Gold Mario, what? Seriously, seriously. So um I'm terribly sorry. Juan, what would you like to say about the Taken King cuz we were oh, talking no, we were t- no, no, no. I no, feel I feel no. really terrible now because I'm no. literally I'm looking at the E3 Bethesda Minimates 3 pack that Juan gave me and I interrupted him and now I feel like a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. just I'm so you have well, no you have wait, no idea I'll how thankful I am that I gave you that. I'm so thankful that of, of that one. I'm so thank thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know how thankful I am seriously? He's still talking. <laughs> I just that was a just a like a really amazing thing to do because I just wanted that so bad and you were like it's yours, man. <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny, Shane. I'm having a heartfelt moment. I just I just I don't know if I thanked you enough at Comic-Con and I'm so thankful for that. Can you say something? Juan Carlos, please. I think oh, you said you're welcome in the private chat that we're, that's going on. <laughs> and Shane is literally dying. Okay, okay. everybody, Juan, Juan, I, I, we were talking about Taking King in the pre-show, um, and you, uh, I just found out that you g- got it on the fucking PS4. That um, is true. So I, I really, really, I honestly want to want to hear what what your thoughts on the Taken King and the whole Nolan North saga. No, I'll I'll, I'll just uh, just just want to say, you know, Derek had a point about the you know, Peter Dinklage probably being super expensive, and especially with the money Destiny's making now, I'm sure he's going to ask for even more money to come reprise his role. So it's it's just kind of cutting their losses at that point. So I, I think it's that's really poignant. I didn't even think of that. Like he. Because if you're yeah, because if you're if you're Peter Dinklage and you see what Destiny's doing and the numbers it's pulling, whatever they paid you in the beginning, you're at, you're not asking for that same amount. You're gonna pay at least double, because you know that your character is a big part of that universe. And Bungie knowing full well that they can't that the the role of the ghost is gonna be huge going forward, especially if it's a ten year uh, plan for Destiny. If you're gonna pay Peter Dinklage, especially with his uh, asking price now just for voice acting is ridiculously high. I mean, if you can get them, cool. But uh, I think you could kind of cut your losses a little bit by going with uh, Nolan North, which is not, nothing to shot. No, he's a great, great voice actor, but I'm sure it had more to do with money that it had to do with performance. Yeah. That, I didn't That's even, a good thought. Yeah. I didn't even think, I think of that. Um, 
uh, is um, you just got it on the PS4. Like, what are your what are your character levels at now? Uh, my my Titans at a thirty two. I'm still stuck trying to get Greaves and uh, Gauntlets that are pretty high level. The Prison of Elders is is just trying to find people. I tried to do it with a couple of buddies, but we were unsuccessful. Uh, I just started a Warlock, and my Hunter's at a thirty. And right now, I'm trying to finish the Thorn Bounty. Uh, I'm at the very, very last part of it where we have to do that strike on the moon and fight Fogoth. So I'm sorry for those of you who don't play Destiny. This sounds like all like like random blabber, but I, how, for those how, of you who play, you know who exactly what I'm talking about. So it's how, like, how it's big like are the Josh... strike team? How big are the strike teams again? Are they three or you, four people? They're three people. Yeah. Um, and then when you play like online matches against other people, you could play, you get six people. Fuck, Except I for feel a, like it would be so fun for us to all play together, but I never have the time. <sighs> we well, it would we be would so to, fucking fun. We should I, I gotta tell you, because that was the big with, problem with Destiny is when I started it, everyone that I knew was playing it on Xbox, and I was playing it on PS4, and so mm-hmm. you know half the fun is playing and chatting with your friends while you're playing, and I never got an opportunity to do that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I would definitely try to get on it. I've, I've made the transition to PS4 about a month ago, and I only regret not doing it sooner because it turns out, along with Josh and Shane, I mean, a lot of my other friends who are also wrestling fans, uh, shout out to uh, Dre um, and Kip. Doctor? That, Dr. Dre. <laughs> Dr. Dre. Uh, that they play, and they have a big group, that, that about 25, 30 people strong, that anytime I turn on my PS4, there's at least seven people playing Destiny. Wow. So if I need help with the strike or if I want to get in on some multiplayer action on the Crucible, I, I and then, you know, the, the chat party's on. And so I, I'm never playing uh, online by myself. There's always a group of people willing to play. That's and, pretty and, cool. Yeah, so it's it's a nice group of, of, of players. So I, I really like the environment. Um, the, the whole community with, with Destiny is fantastic. It's something that I haven't experienced with any uh, other online shooter. Well, and it really, it really changes the dynamic when you're actually playing with people you know. Because I, you know, the daily or weekly or whatever strikes, like mm-hmm. I, I only did like a few of them because the whole entire time I was playing with random people, and so it didn't have the same meaning that it would be if you know. I was like, I don't fucking, I don't give a shit about this dude I'm I'm playing with really right now. Like he's mm-hmm. just he's just a means for me to get to the end of this level. But playing with people you know is such a different experience, and talking with those people. And when I, you know, when I was playing these daily or weekly strikes or whatever they were nobody's nobody's talking and that's something that you really really that's that's a big difference between playing with randoms and playing with people you know is is you always perform so much better when you're playing with people you know because they're you're you're communicating so well in comparison to when you're playing with random people and that's something that i very very much miss yeah and if uh, anybody wants to play with us uh, i know i'm gonna be playing consistently got about three weeks of vacation left before i have to go back to work but um andy brings his uh, ps4 to school yeah, yeah. Uh, just I'll listen to the end of the show. I'll give up my uh, PSN ID, and we'll get some games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, so then uh, on Amiibos, what? Um, I have some inside info on that. Ooh. Uh, uh, undisclosed uh, person who I know who works for GameStop. Uh, Peter limited- Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Uh, Derek, you were talking about limited quantities. Uh, GameStop is only going to guarantee the first thirty people. That they'll get their bundle. Is that per store? Pack. Per store. Wow, that's pretty good though. That's a lot better than yeah. we've seen uh, in previous waves. So it's like if you have that pro rewards card, like if you uh, paid the yearly fee to get the magazine digital. Oh, I pay that yearly fee. Okay, I pay if it. you have that, 
then you they're going to open the store an hour early, like it was mentioned before. You can go in there and pre-order it. So if you plan on um, getting the pre-order for the three-pack sometime tomorrow before Saturday, go open an account. Go pay that you know subscription. It's like fourteen ninety nine, isn't it? Yeah, it's fifteen bucks. I thought yeah. it was go fifty dollars. No, no, no. Uh, is it fifty bucks? No, no it's not, wrong. definitely but, not fifty bucks. No, but I thought GameStop released a statement today saying that was ended up being untrue though. As far oh, as the membership, oh, did they? Okay, yeah, I think well, they released an official statement just okay, today good. saying oh. that it was going to be. Op- they are going to open an hour early, but to everybody. Okay, you know what? Okay, you know what the worst that. part of that is, though. Hmm. EB Games, which is GameStop in Canada, has not even announced the fucking retro three pack. They have <clears> not even talked about it. It's <clears> going on presale at GameStop in two days. They literally don't know exist. You know, I like I called uh, I called EB Games today. I was like, "Hey, uh, are you guys gonna have the uh, you know the retro three pack amiibo on sale on uh, or for pre order on Saturday?" They're like, "I what? don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> What's an amiibo? Yeah, the like <laughs> Sky- Skylanders. What you accidentally? Uh, sir, you called Lowe's. Sorry, uh, have you been <laughs> drinking? Yeah. But yeah, no. So I I really hope that something similar happens for Canada and that there is mm-hmm. a pre order opportunity for it because. I feel like like the Splatoon three pack. This is going to disappear so fast. It, it'll go quickly. Yes. So and, I, um, I hope that they announce something soon. And I've been following their Twitter. Like I've been checking their Twitter like a fucking hawk, and they have not mentioned. And you know, there's people that are that there's people tweeting at them like, "Oh, is the uh, three pack going to be available on Saturday or at all ever?" And they're just not responding to them. So I, wow. I really hope they announce something sooner than later. Do we do we have an MSRP on the three pack? Uh, we do not, um, but I, the, the Splatoon three pack. How much did that go for? In Canada, knows? it was thirty nine ninety nine. It was thirty five here. Okay, probably something similar here. I just maybe thirty nine ninety nine. Well, look at it this way: Game and Watch comes with three different poses, so it's like you're buying three yeah. Game and Watches anyway. Uh, but, uh, all right, got to look at the silver lining. Uh, the, um, the silver lining is going to be that hot sticky. Uh, no, I'm not F- gonna film play. film around Zero Suit Samus. Yeah, yeah, so excited for that. Like for the record, I haven't co- I haven't just done any of my toys ever. Yeah, uh, by Zero Suit Samus. Yeah, no, that's gonna be that's gonna it's be because you've been waiting. You've been like just been wait. S- been saving I, up. I'm not even gonna say. I'm not even gonna talk about. Been it. charging up my arm cannon, if you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, so Juan, but, what's what's the news of the week that you want to talk about? Since you've been completely shunned from the show so far, <laughs> I'm sorry. That uh, I think that's already been said. Uh, I was just gonna bring up the Destiny stuff, but uh, I'm looking at all this other th- stuff on the list, and uh, it looks really, really interesting. So I can't wait for you guys to uh, talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was nothing else so nope. far. <laughs> okay, because nope. I was. He's like, I'm just here playing. I'm just playing Street Fighter Four. Oh god, Street Fighter Five demo. I mean, the beta was so bad. Anyway, oh, was it bad? Whoa! It wasn't that the game was bad. It was that no one could get on. Like, mm-hmm. get on and get off. Did you end up getting? Did you end up playing it at all, Juan? I just found my receipt with the download, so I'm gonna take care of that tomorrow morning. Is, uh, it, yeah. is it still so, live so or is it closed ha- now? At least to have it on the on my PS4, so when the beta goes up again, I can play. Right. No, but um, just to touch on, because this week was a huge week of news, but we're like running low on time, and we only talked about Amiibo and Taken King, so yeah, um, as usual. I just wanted, yeah, pretty much. So I just wanted to go around and ask everyone what their biggest news coming out of Gamescom was, and then I'll start with mine, which was 
after all this time of waiting for Remedy to finally release their new game, seeing Quantum Break in action with um, as part of Microsoft's kind of packed conference. Um, at first, it kind of looked like it was going to be like a Heavy Rain type game, but watching it in action where it was like a full-on third-person shooter in the vein of Alan Wake and Max Payne, like their previous games, and with the time control mechanic letting you teleport back and forth, it looks really, really good. Is this the game where uh, you can exist outside of time? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Okay. I heard. I heard about this. Um, uh, I, I I actually forgot all about this game, but it's a ga- It's the game that makes me want to buy an Xbox One again, because I I used to have like I had a Wii U, a PS4, and an Xbox One, and I wasn't playing any of them except for the Wii U, and I decided to get rid of the Xbox One. But Quantum Break is like a fucking console seller. Yeah, for sure, and they hired Sean Ashmore, so that makes and most, and especially for someone happy. like I loved Alan Wake. Like Alan Wake was so good and so you know it was really a standout in the horror genre that's been bad for however many years. And uh, I, I'm I was really looking for you know it was when I when I sold the console I was I kind of forgot about that, but that was a game that I was really looking forward to. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Derek, what uh, outside of that, what were you looking forward to Gamescom I, from Gamescom? I saw that you oh, posted well, they, something about Mirror's Edge, right? Yeah, they they released a Mirror's Edge gameplay trailer, and like, ugh, it just it just reminded me of how it's been years since I played Mirror's Edge, and that was a game that I instantly fell in love with, and instantly was like, this is never going to get a sequel, and, and and of course, then they announced the sequel at E three without any gameplay footage, but watching this gameplay footage, it's uh. Uh, I can't. I, when is it? When is when is the release date? Is it early twenty sixteen? I don't think they I'm have not sure. a release date. Okay. Um. Well, in any case, the gameplay footage, you know, and seeing just again that first person like super, um, super slick parkour mechanic, and just there she's running through the map, and it it almost looks like it doesn't matter which direction you run in. Like there's she always has a solution for whatever obstacles in front of her. Like it's just an, it's just an incredible mechanic and, and the game looks apps. That's one, one complaint I had for the first game is that it was, it was fairly linear. They were fairly linear. It was, it was very, well, the game was very monarch. Like it was very monochrome. And then you had like red accents to tell you where to go. And this one, you definitely see far, far, far less of that. You know, the the red accents, uh, you could turn off, right? I did not know that. Yeah, no, that was like a like easy normal mode thing, but on hard mode, the the, the red accents were off. Everything was they were just, so helpful though. You just complained that like, man, those red accents were really <laughs> no. I'm just I'm just I saying wish I that, could that turn them off. I'm just saying that you it was can turn fairly. Them off. I'm just no. saying that it, I did not say I wish <laughs> I could turn them off. I'm just saying they were fair. It was fair, it was fairly linear in that you you're in this <laughs> monochrome world and these red accents show you kind of the path. And I feel like watching the gameplay trailer for this one, you see that far, far less. And regardless of the direction that she turned in, there was a way to get past whatever obstacle, and that was amazing. Yeah. And the graphics were incredible. And uh, I Dice cannot. Dice makes a good fucking game. I cannot wait to get my hands on fucking Mirror's Edge two. Like it looks so good. Yeah. No, it's definitely one of the highlights. Uh, Juan, did you follow Gamescom? Did you have anything coming out of it that really stood out? Um. Yeah. Actually, I do. There was the trailer for the um. Like dogfight mode for Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. Oh right, right. So uh, I mean, this is my most wanted game of the year. Uh, with with the news that Zelda Wii U was going to be delayed till next year, I was okay with it. A little bummed, but I was okay because I knew if it stayed the way it was, I had to decide between my two most favorite franchises, Zelda and Star Wars. 
And so you're for- I think that, you're forgetting that- one name. Well, I think you're forgetting one game. Which one? Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, mm. That's that's my the one I dare not speak of in public because I, I love it more than I probably should. But I, I you can't wait to buy a fucking million of those three packs of Star cards. Wars. But uh, the the Star Wars game, the, the fact that you're you know on the ground as rebels or Imperials and fighting it out, it was amazing. But just seeing this, the the Tie Fighters and the X Wings, and then the hero ships are going to be Slave One and the Millennium Falcon. This is what I've always wanted. I haven't, I haven't been this excited since uh, Rogue Squadron for GameCube. Really, which I, I love, love Rogue, Squadron Rogue Squadron and Rogue Squadron too. But my biggest thing, those are single player games. I've always dreamt of having the same thing you would see with uh, you know Battlefront and uh, Destiny and Halo, but have spaceships involved, so like six on six. Like uh, there was a game called Crimson Skies for the original Xbox. Oh, one of my favorite games of all time! I loved that game so much, dude. And the- yet, for some reason, Microsoft refuses to make another one. But and that's it another a, story. It was a plat. It was a platinum hit. I, I, I yeah, I, the game was fantastic. I saw it like on, on the the discount bin, like pla- like the platinum edition. This was like years after it was out, mm-hmm. so it was like discount bin just because it was an old game. And I played it on my 360 and was like, I, I picked it up because like, hey, this looks like. The GB from the Rocketeer and the Rocketeer. Yes, yep. I'm, I have such a hard on for anything of that, and I I was completely sold on it. And that's also why I got a Dark Void. But Dark Void's controls were garbage on fucking mm-hmm. on on a fucking diarrhea explosion. So, <laughs> did you, um, on that subject, did you happen to play the Dark Void game on the Game Boy? I mean, on the that's th- really good. The DS, no DS Lite. It was really funny. Like, it was this little 2D platformer, and it was really well designed, but it had Jimmy Fallon in the game as, like, a kid who won a contest to get in the game. What? Yeah, it was <laughs> it was really weird. Are we talking about... I think we're talking about two different Dark Voids. No, no, no. No. It's the prequel to the one that you're talking about. What? And it came wasn't, out, like, a month wasn't before. Wasn't Crimson Skies a Microsoft-published title? Oh no! Sorry, I was talking about Dark Void because yeah. we got si- we got a little sidetracked. Oh, sorry. But yeah, but, no. But yeah, Crimson Dark Void Skies Zero. Uh-huh, for, yes, that one for the DS eShop. But so, yeah, check it out. I think it'll but, work on 3DS. Weird. Why have I not but heard it, about this? This looks cool. Oh, and the fucking like cover art for it, it looks like Mega Man One on the NES. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. No, huh. it was really fun. Why have I not heard about this? I think I actually reviewed it like right when I started writing for Geekscape. Hmm. I could be wrong, though. It was forever ago. I wish Dark Void was a better game. <laughs> I... But Juan, did you have anything <laughs> else to add about the... I, um... I, I, I was... I was, Yeah, I was still going to say something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to, to see... You know, going back, uh, Crimson Skies, I love that game. So I've been wanting something like that again for the longest time. And I've always wanted that with Star Wars. So, uh, the Back in the PC, when I when I played PC games back in high school, the the tie, uh, X-wing versus Tie Fighter, which is the best Star Wars game for PC that's ever been, um, I wanted something like that for my console, and now it seems like we're gonna get that. Finally, we're gonna get that. So I'm ex- extremely thrilled to know that in what four short months? No, not even that. Three in three months, twelve weeks. In 12 weeks, I'll be able to fly a TIE Interceptor. And don't EA Access members get early access to the game, too, or something uh, like that? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Which, so, 
And I was oh, going to say that because of that and because they just released Dragon Age Inquisition to their vault yesterday, it, like EA Access is sounding more and more uh, tempting to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's making it, me it, wish that EA Access was available on PS4. <laughs> well, well, you know, it's... it's uh, it's that's that this was my biggest like thing and there's tons of stuff that came from gamescon more than i expected but just the the Halo announcement wars the switch, too. yeah yeah we'll, we'll get to that in a second but um i mean the star wars fever is going to hit really hard in a month i mean the toys r us is already going to have their force friday where they're going to open up at midnight and sell all the star wars uh, merchandise uh you know two months before the movie's out but I mean, expect a lot more Star Wars stuff in September, leading up to the December release of the movie. Now, but holy crap, I can't wait for Battlefront. You announced you, you talk about the the dogfight mode, and the only thing I can I can think of when I saw that was that um it it bummed me out um that it was it was just dice kind of repeating their their battlefield formula because um they have like an air assault mode in Battlefield Three. I don't know if it's in four. I never played it. They had it in 1943. Um, did anybody play Battlefield 1943? Nope. It was I a, did. Yeah, it was an Xbox Live Arcade exclusive, um, and it was just it wasn't was, it on it wasn't on PC. Was that the free to play one? No, no that was Battlefield, Battlefield Heroes. Heroes. Right, right, right. With the bubble tanks that popped like bubbles when you shot them. Uh, it was really, really weird di- di- dichotomy. From anyway, uh, it d- does anybody remember that leaked Battle Battlefront three footage from years ago? Yeah, where you could get in a, a, a an X wing and fly from the ground into space battles, like it was a seamless transition. Right. I I, I just when I heard about this like air assault mode or dogfight mode, I'm like, but remember what we could have had? Just do that. Come on, <laughs> dice. Just do that. Why? Why not? Yeah, I mean, the dogfighting mode looks incredible from what we've seen so far, but before we saw this footage, I agree that I got way too much of a Battlefield vibe from it prior. Yeah, so sorry to, like, I don't know, take the hype out of your your sales one. Did you leave already? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, yeah, and then Shane, what were you most excited about from Gamescom? Just, Just Halo Wars 2, like, that came out of fucking left field. Mm. Yeah, that was not it. I don't think that was even rumored, was it? No, because... No, I mean, they the, kept that secret. Yeah, because the developer went under like a few years ago now, and everyone just assumed that it was dead. But I'm excited to see it. I remember um, I there was a Halo Wars um, contest uh, tournament at my local GameStop. And if you won, you got a copy of the game like a week before it came out. And I, I went... When I, I the lady at GameStop like was like, "Hey, you should enter. You're always you know entering our, our tournaments. You should enter this one." And I'm like, "All right, fuck it." So I went home and played the demo for hours on like super hard mode and just trained and trained. <laughs> and I went and played against this kid. We our round went for almost three hours. Are you kidding? <laughs> our, our seriously, our, we were in Blood Gulch and it went for almost three fucking hours. And I had done research. I looked up, like, because we were playing the full copy of the game, so you were having access to, like, hero abilities that you you didn't have access to um, in the demo. So I looked up, like, what characters I wanted. I picked the the general that, like, would freeze. You could, like, call in an airstrike and freeze um, enemy uh, troops. Our, our round went for three hours, and I was like, you know what? I, I just, I just, I folded. I was like, you know, I can't, I, I don't want this game this much. Like, I'm, I can't. I, I, can't even literally can't even so I, I left with a t-shirt and some stickers and that kid went on to get the game he fucking earned that game 
He earned that game. But um, I- I'm 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 excited for Halo Wars too. It's it's also exciting that it's coming out on Windows 10. Oh, the, is it really? Yeah, um, because anything that's going to be on um, the new Xbox platform, because uh, the new Xbox is going to have Windows 10, or not the new Xbox, they're going to put Windows 10 on the Xbox One, and that's the whole point of Windows 10 is to have uh, this uh, homogenous uh, uh, platform where you can write a program for Xbox One, and it's going to be on phones, and it's going to be on uh PC. My big hang-up is how fucking intrusive Microsoft is on Windows 10. And if anybody is listening and considering going to Windows 10... Are they, don't they, like, record your microphone constantly and shit? Well, they Unless have, you opt out of it? Yeah, well, there's, there's so much, like, usage reporting that's on by default. And the big issue is, is that you can go in and opt out, but it's, but it says, like, hey, if you're opted out first, like a like mysterious number of time like they don't even tell you it's like hey if you're opted out for a while we're just gonna opt you back in you know just just because and Uh. they'll just start turning usage reports back on another thing is is they will automatically share your wireless access point password with your contacts on outlook and facebook oh finally See, I mean, that's an incredible feature. I mean, you know, when your internet's not working quite right and you see that guy from up the street with his five bars or whatever, and you were like, you know what? I want his internet. Now you have the choice. So thanks, Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) It's, I can't, that is, I, I, ah, like automatically sharing your WPA uh, passphrase with your Outlook contacts. That is crazy. Like Why? Like what? What's the logic behind it? And I was so hyped for Windows 10, and then it, like, because it's free, and now we know why it's free. They're just gonna like scrub your data. Like if, if something is free, you're the product. Does that make sense? Like, oh, our service is free for like you. Like Facebook. It's free, but you're the product. They're they're selling your information to advertisers. They're selling your usage, your likes to advertisers, and that's what Microsoft is doing. Because Windows 10 is free for seven and eight users for the first year. It's free. And it's and now we know why because everything you do on there is just going to be collected and and sold to advertisers and it's super it it's it's super shitty because I was really excited for it so sticking with Windows Seven until until I'm I can't wait for Linux to to have a more like you, you could get a Mac could but I could also castrate myself <laughs> you could or you, but you could also get a Mac <laughs> dude you're getting a Dell. Well, see, that way, if you castrate dude, yourself, you're you could just... Dude. No, but at least that way, if you castrate yourself, you could just dump it all on Zero Suit Samus and save some time. Oh, well, I mean, like... I mean, if you castrate yourself... Well, I don't know. I mean, I know if you get a vasectomy, you still, you know, blow your load, but there's just nothing in there. If you castrate yourself, do you even produce a load? Well, there should be load in there. Just, I should just, like, save a big jar of load, and then... This is disgusting. Anyway. Anyway, um, do we do we, do we we want to, like, clear out from Gamescom 1? Like, do you have anything on, on Halo Wars? Anybody? Um, or do we want to get to what we've been playing? Um, I'm good on Gamescom, but there was one more piece of news that I wanted to make sure to talk about, especially with Juan, since I know he's into th- this subject about as much as I am. But, um, but, but yeah, let's round out Gamescom before we move on to that. I, I'm, I'm pretty much done with Gamescom. Yeah, the only other thing I wanted to mention is that just today they announced that the Mewtwo amiibo is going to come out in October for the UK. So no oh, word. Oh, did on they? The st- I didn't see that. Yeah, so no, um, no word yet on the states, but it can't be too far behind. 
if it's coming out in October um, in Europe. All right, so uh, guys want to get into what we've been playing? Um, yes, sir. Real, nope. uh, well, real quick, though, I did want to ask Juan, did you hear about the whole uh, Mighty Number no. 9 controversy? Was this the, about how they're making a movie and people are upset that the Kickstarter money they pitched in is now being used for that and not the game? Uh, not exactly. Um, as far Well, that's part of it, but that's kind of more the overarching story. But more specifically, uh, last week, the um, Red Ash Kickstarter, which was um, the fault, the Mega Man Legends spiritual successor. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was um, it was having a hard time meeting its uh, funding goal, and around the same time last week, uh, retailers were listing Mighty Number no. Nine's physical release t- um, as not coming out until next year instead of September, which w- has been the release date for a few months now, and uh, mm. Com- Comcept put out a statement saying. Oh no, that's incorrect. We're definitely not delaying it. And then I think it was Monday where Red Ash's Kickstarter ended and it ended up failing. And then the oh. day and then the day after they sent an email to the backers saying, Oh, by the way, we're gonna announce at Gamescom that we're delaying Mighty Number no. Nine till next year. <laughs> oh wow. And so people are pissed because on top of what you mentioned, how they're making an anime and they're making a live action movie, and they had like I think two extra Kickstarters to fund voice acting and fund mm-hmm. something else on yes, top of them on top of them already earning like millions at more than they said that they needed the first time around that with red ash which had its own set of problems that we won't get into here but uh, one of people's concerns were that mighty number no. nine wasn't ready yet or wasn't finished yet and they were already working on a second game and they were assuring everybody that you know mighty number no. nine's finished we just want to get a head start on our next project while we prep for release. And then last week, a lot of people are accusing him of flat out lying about whether or not the game would be delayed when they said that it was false because they didn't want to scare people away from donating to Red Ash. And then as soon as Red Ash was gone, they're like, oh, by the way, it's delayed. Uh, yeah. I th- I th- what on earth could be I, left for them to do? I have a big problem with that because if you make a, if you're asking people to fund your game, then I think you owe it to those people to produce the game before you even start developing another. Like, I'm fine if they want to pitch ideas for Red Ash and a spiritual successor. I'm sure that's fantastic. But let that be an announcement you make for next E3 or for next Gamescon. De- deliver the product that your supporters gave you their money for. And then after that, it's like if, you know, you, you don't want to, make promises of games that you're never going to deliver. And, and the, for the fact that they tell their backers that, no, we're not delaying it. And then a couple of days later, they go back on their word and say they did. So, and so now, I mean, you're, they're hurting their reputation as a, as a young company real soon. I like, I respect Kaiji and Afune. Like they're, that could count the, the number of producers and developers I respect on one hand, but uh, for for him to, and I'm I'm not sure saying it's him, but his company for his company to do that, uh, it's very disappointing, and um, it's gonna alienate a lot of people in the future. Uh, you know, to give towards the next project, uh, but I mean he can't be doing this for a long time. It's at one point the company's got to be profitable where they can fund their own projects. Right, and that's what people were debating too because they ended up getting a publishing deal for the physical copies of mighty number nine so people are wondering if why they even needed a kickstarter for red mm-hmm. ash not only that but um it in like 
uh, in like the fine print of the Red Ash Kickstarter, it ended up it, they were only um, funding for a prototype version of it that didn't oh. even get that and it didn't even guarantee the game. And they said they were going to do a separate Kickstarter for the full game later. Oh, jeez! And then. And then after it after it like completely tanked the first couple of weeks, they ended up adding the full game as like a fifty dollar donation reward because nobody Jeez. was donating to it after word started spreading that it was just for the prototype. So I mean, do you think it's do you you alluded to it a little bit, but do you think this is hurting all the goodwill that uh, Inafune built up with Mighty Number no. Nine? It, it does for me. I can only speak for myself, and it does. I mean, I love Mega Man. I love Inafune, but I, I don't I don't want to support a system where I give money. And I don't get a, a a product for it. Like I've only backed two games, um, Mighty Number no. Nine and Shantae Half uh, Half Genie Hero. No, not Half Genie Hero. Um, well, you, did, no, did, did you do yeah, Half Genie Hero? No, I haven't uh, done Shenmue yet. Because the thing is, like the the Shantae Kickstarter, like that's ready to go. Like I already got my my thing for my T-shirt and for the game where my address is uh, where to ship the game. And it's everything. It's going to be on schedule. But for Mighty Number no. Nine, uh, a couple of months ago, I did get a an email too about you know shipping, but they haven't confirmed. Like, okay, we're going to ship your game at this date. I did get that for Shantae, but I didn't get for Mighty Number no. Nine. So I, I know if if WayForward ever asks for a Kickstarter, I will give them my money first before I give anything to Comcept. Right, and like a lot of the forums and even the backer forums are saying that they wish they could get refunds and that kind of stuff. I mean, it's really it's kind of like double fine all over again. Yeah, it's it's very disappointing and 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 I would be I would have been very surprised if you told me like in August of 2015 this is what concept is going to pull. Right, I would have right. said you're crazy. There's no way that Inafuna would allow his company to do something so shady. My my big hang up with Kickstarter is and it might just be that this is just how I am, but the way I look at Kickstarter is people are there to invest in a product. You're you're not you're not buying the product. You're an investor. I, I think that some people might have this preconceived notion that, oh, my $50, I'm going yeah, I'm going to get these physical items, but you're an investor. You're not a customer yet. Like you're, you're not a customer, you're an investor. So you need, and I'm, I'm not saying this straight at you. What I'm saying is like the entire Kickstarter community, um, you need to back up your, your expectations, but at the same time, as an investor, they have to answer to you. And it, they if they're 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 backpedaling and moving dates back you're they're just not answering to their investors so people need to at least i think people need to step back from the customer standpoint and say oh you owe me this product no you you need to you need to you owe me these deadlines you need to keep 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 the physical stuff out of your mind and the perks they need to answer to their investors because if if this was like the fucking uh uh, I don't know, like uh, sh- Shark's Den, Dragon's Dragon Shark, Dragon Dragon Den, Shark <laughs> Dragon's Den or Shark Tank or Shark Cage, Dragon's Tank. If it was one of those shows, th- those investors are like, oh, I'm going to give you a hundred thousand dollars. You need to provide product X. They're not going to be pissed like, oh, I didn't get my fucking my my T-shirt or I didn't I didn't get my 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 perk. They're going to be pissed that the product isn't delivered and they're not getting they're getting um their return. Does that make sense? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, it does. yeah. And then that's, I mean, that's a really good point too, because you, you know, you're not guaranteed a quality product or you're not even guaranteed to get it on time through Kickstarter. But the, I guess like the advantage that the publishers have through it is that they don't have an actual investor to answer to. I mean, investors can eventually like pull funding if it's not ready and they ask for more money, 
but a lot of the gamers you know that's just they've already dumped the 50 bucks into the game there's no recalling that so they're kind of just at the no no pun intended but they're kind of at the beck and call of whoever they donate the money to yeah and then we talked about last week about the half-life thing is that valve doesn't have investors in a public company to answer to so they don't have to release a product but when someone puts something on kickstarter it, you i i wish backers had a little bit more power and the ability to hold these people accountable because wasn't wasn't there like a, a physical thing like a, a wearable like i think the pebble or something like the pebble a wearable watch people were able to pick it up in retail before backers were getting their their backer edition of that yeah that was so the in certain certain levels of backer of the pebble it hit um they they made arrangements with best buy um and so there were there were still people waiting for their kickstarted watches um and and they were available at retail at best buy before and then again this in I don't really know the situation, but it was uh, before all the backers got their product for sure. But I also believe that those backers got it for cheaper, and they had a separate avenue for the Best Buy product. Um, but 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 still, there 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 needs to be a huge overhaul with crowdfunding. Um, to, that the the people hosting the Kickstarter or the crowdfunding campaign need to be held accountable more. Because like Juan, you sound pissed. I. It's it's um it's just uh it's telling if a company like Comcast with Inafune behind it pulls something like this, what's to say that I like, some I other... like how you, you you said Comcast. Oh Comcast, sorry. I mean but Comcast. isn't that isn't that fucking telling about like your state of <laughs> mind right now? You're like one of the worst companies yeah. on the planet, um, outside of like Hill Knowlton and um oh, EA. EA. But like we're a really shitty company, like Freudian slip there. Is Comcept now Comcast? Uh, if, 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 they, if they keep going the way they are, yeah. It's just I I don't want like if if you're asking people to give you money and sometimes there's tiers that ask for a hundred even a thousand plus dollars. I think this one had one for ten grand where you go to Japan and actually have dinner with the man. But if you're asking people and expect people to give you that much money, if you're using your name and rewards and pro- promises of sketches and plush dolls and being an advisor and get to create your own enemy for the game. If you're making such a huge effort to involve the community, then you owe it to the community to produce content and to produce that game. It, it, it's, it, I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it. It's just like an honor system. And uh, I, I don't know how going forward that, if he ever were to start another Kickstarter, like what he did for Red Ash, I'm not surprised at all that it failed. And good. I'm glad it failed. And I hope they get the message. Like before you start pitching ideas, make good on the promises that you made last year or two years ago and, and deliver the game that people wanted. You said this was going to be a spiritual successor to Mega Man, that this is what the fans wanted. Then give what the fans want. Don't pitch them another idea. Don't try to sell us another game when you haven't even given us the first one yet. Right. And it's just so much worse when you consider that they had two other Kickstarters for the same thing. And then they have an anime and then a live action movie and then another game like before the original product was even out. So, I mean, I I know I get it. They want to make Beck their new, you know their main mascot, their Mickey Mouse, their Mario, you know, I, I get Wait, it. Wait, is that and, the name of the, the, sh- the character from Mighty Number no. yeah. 9? Yeah. Beck? Beck, yeah. yeah. And his sister's call. 
fucking so beck and call rice that's retarded yeah so if, if and I, I can't blame them for going that route yeah you want the anime you want the comics you, you want the tv show yeah, you want all that but first produce the game yeah because exactly we you saw what happened with sonic boom the, Sonic Boom they, was great, guys. Sonic Boom was great. They made the game. They put it out. They they announced all these different versions. They had a TV show that, for some reason, is still on the air. And the game. I actually was heard it wasn't bad. The show. Hmm. Yeah, I hear that. Knows. Like, I I read a big, like, extensive article that was like, maybe they should just stop making Sonic games and just focus on this TV show because this TV show is better than the games have been in years. You know that. But my point is, if the game was any good it would have tuned in more people to the show yeah no that's true because look i'll put and i'll i'll say this to prove my point looking back at the super mario brothers super show (laughs) and the episodes they had they were really bad but i watched every single one because it was mario and i had that hope that one of them would be good and i loved it yeah it had flaws but i still loved it if the sonic show is good um i know i i'm I'm not willing to give it a shot because I just Sonic Boom was just so bad, and and to the point where even Sega themselves apologized to the fans in a letter, saying that they will hold themselves accountable and make sure they make good on the promises of making games that their fans expect and deserve. So let that be a, a, a lesson for concept before you try to make a show and a movie and dolls and toys and and. and theme park attractions, whatever, make sure that the source material, what make sure that the game, the thing that besides everything else should matter, make sure that's good. You got to make sure that's good. Cause it's, it's, if you want it to be like Pixar, like Pixar can sell frozen stuff, like, uh, like anything from their movies because their movies are good. You know, that that's cause the movies are enjoyable. So people will buy hell. Olaf's freaking DS game was like the number one DS game. Like it would made so much money. It made really? so much. Yeah, it made so much ridiculous money. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I remember we did a show and we mentioned it. The game is absolute garbage, <laughs> but people bought it because it's Frozen. It's Olaf. It's Olaf's Quest. That and, sounds and it, like a it, bad Super Nintendo license game. <laughs> oh, it, it's it's a horrible game, but it did amazing in the market because the movie is good. And so you got to make sure that that Mighty Number no. 9 is awesome. Invest all your money, all your manpower, all the people working on the movie, all the people working on the anime. Take them off those projects. Make them do cutscenes or animated shorts in the actual game. Make sure it's something where people will play it and love it and will talk about and make their other friends want to buy it. Not just play it, but they want to own it. And so do that first. And then, then you'll get the demand. You don't even have to sell people on the movie or the anime people will demand it from you absolutely absolutely um and on that note we need to start closing up so um uh what have you guys um been playing this week uh let's let uh derek go first so this week the only thing that i had an opportunity to play aside from my usual candy crush rounds uh, <laughs> just kidding. I don't play Crandy Crush. Crandy uh, Crush. Angry Birds 2. Crandy Crush. Yeah, Angry Birds 2 is all I've been playing, and it's the best game, uh, you know, greatest of all time. And, uh, you know, it's better than The Witcher 3. No. Uh, <laughs> I played the uh, the fourth episode of Life is Strange, which came out this past Tuesday. And holy shit, you guys. Have you guys been playing Life is Strange? Because if not, you're fucking up. I, I'm, I'm actually, like, going to ha- just – 
pick it up because um, uh, when everything comes out. Like, yeah, dude, there's four four out of five episodes are out now. By the time you play through those four, five is going to be right there. But, uh, but then the whole package will be cheaper. No, it won't. The, the season pass is already fucking out. Like, the season pass is already out and cheap um, and well worth it. But in any case, I played through it. I literally finished episode four about 20 minutes before the show started, and it was jaw-dropping. Like, I... I like I swore out loud my jaw was on the ground like it 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 really makes me feel similar to the first time I played through the first season of The Walking Dead where every single episode I just thought there is no possible way this can get more intense than this game is right now and then the next episode somehow tops it I have no idea what's going to happen in episode five but you know like so many moments in episode four were just so crazy i was like i cannot believe this is happening right now it's 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 really a contender for one of my it's one of my favorite games of the year for sure like it's so so different from anything else i've played um it's i i can't say enough good things about it and it's like twenty dollars so uh if you haven't started life is strange yet four of the five episodes are out right now episode one is is episode you know we had a special uh geekscape games bonus level about about the first episode we were kind of mixed on it but overall we liked it and i liked it two is far better than one three is far better than two and four is far better than three it's it's been a phenomenal experience so far and i cannot wait to 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 see episode five and i can't wait to like michaela has played through the first episode i cannot wait to see how she reacts to the episodes following that because shit just gets absolutely ridiculous was it so good that it led you to drink yes (laughs) don't play it ever again anyway josh what have you been playing um, I've been playing a couple of things. I'll just talk, uh, speed through them. Uh, I finished and got the uh, true ending of Hotful Boyfriend. And uh, w- it takes a dating it takes a dating sim where you date a bunch of birds and pigeons and turns it into essentially the video game version of Seven. <laughs> so, if that's not enough of an endorsement, then you suck and you're never buying it anyway. <laughs> um, and then I started playing Rare Replay a little bit, which. I haven't had too much time to play it, but I played most of the games on it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. All I really wanted to say, and I think Derek might have used up our our allotted swears this year, <laughs> but I mean, this yeah, this year. I meant to say this episode, but this year probably. I don't swear but, um, that much. Come on, it, this episode maybe because I'm yeah, so it, enthusiastic about Life is Strange. Yeah, no, I just meant this episode. <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, I just wanted to say fuck everybody who hates on Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts. That game's fantastic. Is the, that... really the best? It's the best game on Rare Replay. Actually, in my opinion, no, no, not the best one, but it's it's probably up there, top ten at least. And then I've been spending a lot of time, and it's funny. I think me and Derek willed this game new into existence. Cause it's last so week, funny because last week we just said there hasn't been a Yu Gi Oh game in forever. Konami sucks, and then now, like the very next day on Friday, they released a Yu Gi Oh game for PS4 and Xbox One, <laughs> and. So I've been playing through it. It's Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist. And it's the perfect game for someone who dropped out of Yu-Gi-Oh! Because really? it, has a, it has a campaign mode for every anime series. And each anime series int- was basically just a giant commercial for whatever new cards were out. And every So you don't have to play in chronological order. So you can pick whichever anime series you want. And whichever one you pick they give you a really thorough walkthrough of what the new mechanics that were introduced into that game so in real life if you're completely lost and you don't want to invest again in Yu-Gi-Oh cards because you don't know what you're doing 
it's like the perfect game to just jump back into, uh, play the tutorials, get used to the cards. And it has this cool feature where when you play the story mode, you have the choice of using your own custom-made deck, which you get by buying uh, character packs, which in a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! games, they give you a lot of crappy cards in the beginning and make you grind upwards, but... This game literally has cards from the very beginning of Yu-Gi-Oh! From like the early 2000s all the way up until February of this year. And there's just so many... Yeah, so there's just this insane amount of cards. And they're really generous with how many good cards they give you like as soon as you start. Now, is this a paid game or is it like a free-to-play with... You buy expansions like um, uh, Hearthstone? It's, It's kind of both. Like it's a paid game, so you pay 20 bucks and... As far as I as far as I know, the only d- completely DLC locked content is um, new story missions for the newest Yu-Gi-Oh series because they're adding they're going to add story missions as the anime progresses since it's still running. Oh, okay. But they also have like packs that you could buy as DLC packs, which give you really powerful like real life tournament like top tournament cards like right out the gate, but. All of those are also available in the game. They're just uh, higher rarity, so they're harder to find in the core game. So they're basically just giving you an option to pay real money to, you know, jump straight into it. Okay. Uh, and I, I keep... how, how much does the base game cost? Twenty dollars. Okay. I keep I keep seeing videos all over the place of like uh, people getting uh, OTK'd with Exodia, like constantly. Oh, yeah. I was just talking about that with Derek where he drew the five pieces of Exodia in the very in like the opening draw like technically the match hadn't even started yet. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's crazy. That's... But no, it's a lot of fun. I'm going to keep diving into it and see if I could find anything else that's interesting in it, but so far I'm having a lot of fun. Right on. Juan, how about you? Uh, aside from the normal, uh, I actually played Splatoon and Smash mainly because the updates went live in the week that we've been away. So I played tournament mode for Smash Brothers 4. It works uh, beautifully. Uh, I can't say, I mean, that's exactly what we wanted. It is what it is. So, um, and I love the new DLC costumes, even though Krom is a bit of a, I can't help but feel that's more of a troll on Sakurai's part, <laughs> along with King K. Rule. Uh, Splatoon, my wife played a bit of the update. Um, so uh, actually, give me one second. Don't cut away. Don't cut away. Don't cut away. This is part of the show. Part of the show. Hey. Nicole. Oh. I try to get her reactions on the show, but she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I just go, babe, and I hear the shower go on. I'm like, oh, okay. But uh, she loved it. She wasn't a big fan of the, the slosher, the bucket of paint. Uh, she actually liked the Gatling gun a little bit more. Uh, I, I feel differently. I think the, the slosher is a little bit better for my play style. Uh, the new music's fantastic. And I want to get... I we, we are 40 shows in, and I don't think we played a game together yet. But we need to do a four-player Splatfest together as a team and take on the world. Is team play uh, patched in now? now yes, yes, it is. It's now patched All in. Right. So now you can get have to go buy uh, three other people... You don't have to, you know, I, the one thing I did not like about Splatoon is when you went online and played, unless if you didn't play with friends, you were just automatically given teammates and you would get that where you have like one or two people who had no idea what, what they were doing. And it, and it just frustrated you. I, there were games where I had to, I had to put the controller down because I would get frustrated with my teammates. Now I don't have to worry about that too much. At least if I get frustrated, I know who did what. Now, wasn't one of the problems that you would be teamed up, but they would sometimes randomly be put on the opposite team. 
Yeah. That, oh, yeah, yeah. I think so, it, but they fixed all that, so it's all uh, it's all ready to go. But the one game that I went back to, and I'm going to be doing this on a more we, uh, consistent basis. I want to revisit a game that I bought, and I I play, maybe played once or twice, but never touched it again. Uh, I went back to my Wii library, and not even a, a retail game. I, I bought it off the shop. I played a Konami game of all things, uh, Tomina Sana. Uh, the businessman who has to run and avoid um, poop has to avoid uh, guys in tracksuits, uh, house uh, housemaids, and sometimes uh, Harajuku schoolgirls will come out and you have to dance with them. How do you spell this? What now? This sounds weird. Tomina. Chains like I'm in. T O M E N A, and the next word is S A N E R. Tomina Sonner. All right. Um, it's a it's a WiiWare game. It's extremely quirky. Um, something that are, are you playing? You go okay. That's from Japan. This looks like fucking uh, uh, Field of Magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It had yeah where they have like no eyes and no nose or mouth. Uh, it's it's a cool game. Just for like it's one of those games you just have to own if you like just quirky games. Uh, you'll you'll probably play it for maybe twenty twenty five minutes and be done with it. But I I started playing it again. And now I said, well, you know what? I need to play this with three other people. It's one of those games, like, if you have friends over, you're just going to have to put it on the screen. Like, if you had a random, like, tournament, like, just challenging people, like, you know how we had the Nintendo World Championships? Put this son of a bitch up on there. <laughs> that's a, that's actually a glowing uh, review. That's Yeah, and I think for right now it's still only five bucks. Can you can so you get it on your Wii bucks. U, or do you got to bust out a, a Wii? No, you can, you would have to go on the Wii menu on your Wii U, but you, still, but you can play it. You can purchase it. Hmm. Interesting. All right on. That looks pretty cool. Um, I, uh, you done? Is that what you got? I, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Okay. Sorry. I didn't want to cut you off. Um, I've been playing a bunch of random games this week. Um, Monument Valley was on sale on Google Play for 99 cents. Oh, Monument Valley. I talked about that weeks ago. Yeah. It was on, um, it, there's a great app. If you're on Android, um, get Google Play Rewards. Um, you'll get random surveys and they'll just give you m- credit for the Google Play Store. So like like I did a survey today and I was like, hey, do you do you ever plan on I don't know like visiting the UK? And you're like yes or no, and then they ask you some more questions and they'll give you like ten cents. Sometimes you get a buck. Uh, so I got Monument Valley for ninety nine cents. Been playing it in, like in bed. It's, it's isn't it, isn't it incredible? It's an incredible game. It's beautiful. And then I got the the like bonus missions or like the DLC for like another ninety nine cents. So it, it was it was it was totally worth it. Um, pro tip. Those Google Play rewards don't lie because they in- inject fake questions to catch you. So it's like, hey, have you gone to like the super duper wacky Rapids uh, water park? And you're like, yes. Like, sorry, that doesn't exist. We're not giving you uh, surveys anymore. <laughs> so, so don't lie on those. Um, uh, I uh, was at my friend's house and I forgot. And I'm going to have to do one when I'm done with the show. Journey is out on the PS4. Oh, I Michaela played through Journey on the PS4. She had a blast. It looks so good, and and I and it, I, I haven't played the PS3 version since it launched, but it's crazy how crisp the PS4 version is and how smooth it is. It's so good. And I had, I, I've only played like a few levels because I never had a PS3, and I was like, fuck it. Like I just sat down and I was like, oh, dude, Journey's out. I was at my friend's house, sat down and just played through it. That ending, man. That ending is uh, yeah. It's a crazy game. It's that ending's a little bit sad. Um. Not how to for boyfriend sad, but like I was, I was a little like, hmm, hmm, poignant. Um, and I guess that's 
uh, it, like Monument Valley gave me that journey vibe. Um, so those were two games that uh, I was playing together. And then I, I got Rocket League because it was free on PSN. Played a few matches. Really fucking tough, but quirky game. I mean, it's it's cars playing soccer, so it's cool. And then I went through, and now that I have livable internet, I was downloading some of my PSN titles. Like I um, played Entwined, which is like a endless runner where the left stick you play as a fish, and the right stick you play as a bird, and you have to like guide them through uh, circles to like charge up their meter so that they can be together. They're like a fish and a bird that are in love, and they want to be together. And when they come together, they turn into a dragon. Not really my cup of tea. Um, and I started Sticks Master of Shadows. Um, uh, I don't know how I feel about it yet. Uh, come back to me. Come back to me. Um, but Destiny as well, getting, getting prepped for Taken King. I got my Hunter to level 20, and I had enough gear in my vault to get her, to get her up to 25, and now I'm leveling a Titan. I think I'm like level 2 on my Titan. <laughs> so, um, But the game that I've been really enjoying is a game that um, uh, it's a free-to-play game on Steam. It's called Sakura Clicker, and uh, yes, Derek, that is the the weird game that was in that video I made for our website. So, do you guys know what incremental games are? Nope. Other nope. Okay, so incremental games are like Cookie Clicker, and oh, like, okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I played the shit out of Cookie Clicker <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> you want to say it one more time? <laughs> Cookie Clicker. <laughs> Um, it's kind of hard to say sometimes. <laughs> um, but Sakura Clicker is uh, just Cookie Clicker, but it's in Steam. But the kitschy thing is, is that you're fighting. Like right now, I'm playing it. I'm fighting a dragon, and it is just a scantily clad anime girl with like dragon wings. And I'm fighting a fairy. It's just a scantily clad anime girl with fairy wings. And you, it's it's just girl anime girls in skimpy outfits. And there's just a bunch of stuff to it. Um, it's free to play, but you can buy like hair packs and like customize your um, your hero. Like you can get different faces and hairs and stuff. The really funny thing is that at the very very bottom for the ha- uh, haste for the face customization, there is a perverted face where she's just giving you like a like like an ahigao like face. And if anybody is into anime, knows what ahigao. Josh, do you know what ahigao is? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, well, that's part of the after show. Just Google Ahigao, A-H-E-G-A-O. That's for everybody else, 18 plus only. Uh, so that's what I've been playing. Um, what do you guys say we get into our mission objectives from last week? Okay, perfect. Let's do it. So last week we asked you guys, since the video game console ban in China is gone, what game from the last 10 years would you think a Chinese citizen should play first? I got zero responses. Uh, guys, send us in responses, even if they're stupid. Like we'll gladly read them. I on got, the air. I've got a few stupid ones. Yeah, we would. We would love to. We love interacting <laughs> with our fans. That's that. So, that's why I do the show is to interact with the fans. And I just do it to interact with you guys. Yeah. So. So. Uh, so I've got Frank S. Who's so again? The question is: If you were a resident of China, which game would you play first? Uh, Frank S. said, "Find the hookers." Uh, Megan C said quickly followed by Cure the Syphilis Frank S then said Hungry Hungry Herpes uh, Jonathan L said Democracy and uh, Is that our Nicola- Jonathan L? That is our Jonathan Why did you censor the guy who owns our site his last name? He censored uh, Nicholas uh, D said Find the Firstborn Daughter no. <laughs> and that's all I got no real video games I got a few just three um Matt R, our one of our new writers, said Maple Story. 
Edward T said pocket pool and Carlos S said Chrono Trigger. Of course. But Chrono Trigger came out before the console band, didn't it? Not the DS version. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> all right. Well then, uh what do you, our question this week for you uh Derek uh it was yours, so why don't you kick it off? <sighs> So the question is, what property from your childhood would you love to see as a Toys to Life title? And that's and that's in uh, reference to our like Disney Infinity contest and Amiibos, new Amiibos. Yeah, but it's um, to promote our contest. Let's be. Let's you know, be. I'm gonna say, uh, you know, Super Mario Brothers. Any reason why? No, I. Uh, <laughs> it's a tough one, actually. Like, I feel like the obvious answer especially you know from my my age and and i'm probably gonna steal the same answer as some of you guys but transformers would be could be a really really cool toys to life title um and i know the transformers games as of late haven't had the best track record but some sort of you know like similar to the do you guys remember the ps2 transformers game that was really 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 good um like something like with similar gameplay to that but where you're collecting figures and can swap out your transformers based on the figure that you have like something like that sounds awesome and i i would be totally down for that that would be my uh that would probably be be my choice right on uh josh um mine would probably be one of my wrestling figures especially from 10 years ago so i could have a toys to life version of john cena (laughs) 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 do you do you see those videos I post on your Facebook? Um, sometimes I do, but like a whole day later because my job has me so busy that I forget that they're oh there. Oh my god! Like, like I'll, I'll just like have a, uh, I'll, I'll pull a Derek and you know have a day off and drink and just, just collect John Cena, uh, unexpected John Cena videos and just put them on your wall. <laughs> that's that's the fun part. Uh, Juan, what is? And all of them are great. They, they are. They're fabulous. Juan, what is your Toys to Life purchase? Purchase pick 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 a purchase. <laughs> uh it's a tie between a He-Man for sure. Um, I would I would have loved to have like a Toys Life with He-Man, or there was this old show uh, called Insect uh, not Insectoids or in- yeah something like that. Um, very mid '80s where there were like insect human hybrids who rode atop giant uh, fireflies, dragonflies, and shit. It was like the cover of a really cheesy '80s metal band. <laughs> Like if the art came to life, that was this show. <laughs> right on. Yeah. So uh, and, and uh, yeah, I think those would be the two. Oh, and mask. Mask. And, and yeah. Mask. If anybody remembers mask, like that, that there was a dude who had a green motorcycle named the Condor. He had this bitching yellow mask, and ah, yeah. Let me have that. You know what? Scratch the other two. Give me mask. I want mask. <laughs> I love your enthusiasm so much. It's not the Rocky Dennis one either. It's like the 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 cool one. Oh. <laughs> uh, I I had a, I I really don't have a, a good answer for it because I never was like super into like crazy uh, toy stuff as a kid. Um, like the toys that I. But as an adult, well, uh, as uh, as an adult, My Little Pony toys, obviously. Oh go. shit! I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah. How did you know I was waiting for that for like thirty five years? <laughs> Dude, I'm like this is gonna be the My Little Pony segment. Oh my Let's god, go. that's Let's a go. great idea, My Little Fucking Pony. Holy shit, that would be that would be amazing. I would spend all the money. I'd go around Ponyville and hang out. Like, yo, Twilight, what's up? Hey, Rarity, how you doing? Let's go do friendship stuff. No, that's brilliant. Brilliant, fucking brilliant. I mean, the only thing, the only thing that I could think of from my childhood was was Yu Gi Oh because I played those cards religiously. And the, um, there was a game on the N sixty four where 
it was like a like a turn based RPG where you played as the monsters. Ogre sixty four. No, no Yu Gi Oh. No? It was, oh. It was you. It was you. Yu Gi Oh. Ogre sixty four. Yu Gi Oh. Ogre sixty four. Yu Gi Ogre. Uh yeah. So man, my little pony. Oh shit! God damn it, Juan. Attractive and smart. You should teach kids for a living. Actually, I. Do. Oh wait. Um, so yeah, that is it, guys. Level forty. Um, we four player Splatfest is back. So please send in your responses. Um, what toys to life game would you like to play? Um, uh, speaking of toys to life, enter our contest. Uh, go to our Facebook, uh, facebook.com/geekscapedotnet uh, for instructions on how to enter the contest. Um, we're giving away that uh, Darth Vader Disney Infinity early. Um, months before release. Months before release. Months before release. Um, you can find us on Twitter at uh, Geekscape Games. You can find me on Twitter at Shane O'Hare. My PSN ID is SSJaken, S-S-J-A-K-E-N. I am at D. Cranavelt, and my PSN ID, not that I ever get on, is Captain K 17 and my name is Inu Joshua, and to make it simple for you, it's exactly the same on PSN, Nintendo, Wii U, and Xbox Live. And Pornhub.com. <laughs> oh, no, I had, to, I had to scrub that one. Microsoft's watching. <laughs> and uh, my PSN is the King of Mars, and there's an underscore between all the words. Underscore the underscore King underscore of Mars. Oh, just the underscore king underscore of underscore. Fabulous. All right, guys, that was level 40. Thank you for listening. Uh, We'll see you back here next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Back to the Sakura Clipper. Hey, girl, how you doing? I made it through it.